Hallelujah. I welcome you to this 14th day of February 2023. And this is the Lover's Day. Hallelujah. I know that all over the land now, uh, it is the talk about this Valentine. But, you know, before I go into that, let me pray a prayer for you that God laid on my heart for you this morning, whosoever you may be. In 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 14, he said, For thus said the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sent rain upon the earth. This was God's message to a woman who have chosen to obey God, but she was at a very low end. All right, financially, food-wise, sustenance was going to fail. The widow of Zarephath was going to cook her last for herself and the son. They would have eaten it and they prepared to die. But there was a divine intervention. God sent Elijah to her to be fed by her. That is another mystery. But it was a divine setup for her. It was a divine setup that God decided to intervene in her situation to turn that acute lack to a season of unceasing supplies, a season of abundance. Now, you might be in that kind of critical state. Possibly, you are about to spend your last. You are about to eat your last. Everything seems to have dried up. There is no promised supply from anywhere. There is no one you can call upon for help. Most of the people you thought of, relied upon, they have failed you. And hunger, you can see it building its tabernacle by your, by your, by your house. And you wonder how you will survive the days ahead. Hear me, thus said the Lord. Your barrel of meal shall not waste. Your cruise of oil shall not fail. Hear me in the name that is above all names. Your supply will not fail. I pray for you suddenly there is an intervention coming your way that will turn around that lack to abundance that will turn that which you consider last as just the beginning of great miracles. God visited this woman all through this time of famine. She never lacked. There was superabundance in the house because she entertained, hosted, the man of God. I pray for you as you choose to obey God today. 
I don't know what God will ask you to do, what he has been asking you to do. As you obey him, your barrel of meal will not fail. Your cruise of oil will not be empty. God will turn to you in mercy. There will be a turn around for you. Concerning your children's school fees, concerning food for your household, concerning money for one critical or you know matter in your family be it your health or whatever god will arise for you today you will not be stranded you will not be frustrated oh he said i've been young now i'm old i've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed begging bread you will not beg for bread god will sustain you and your family you will not know shame in the name of Jesus Christ. It is done in Jesus' mighty name. And this morning, I want to tell you, you need a friend. You need a friend. Of course, like I said, this is Valentine's Day. And um, uh, there is a celebration of love. Even though the season seems not to be loving, seems not to be friendly. But the Bible says that in John chapter 15, verse 13 and verse 14, possibly you need a lover. Yes, I know you need a lover. But there is one who loves you so, so passionately. He said, and that was Jesus speaking, in John 15, 13, he said, greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. That was the message of Jesus to his followers. Greater love has no man than this, that a man should lay down his life for his friend. All right, who is that friend? Who laid his life down? And that is Jesus. Possibly such a lesson we pick on a Valentine's Day like this. You know the story of Valentine. But I want to tell you, there is a great lover. Now, in all of existence, there is only one being that has, that is all sufficient. And that is the Almighty God. Is the one that is all-sufficient one, that is, someone who does not need the support of another to live, all right? All of his creation, including you, were created to be self-insufficient, all right? Even angels also, I realize, they are not self-sufficient. They needed one another at one time or the other to, to get certain things done. Take, for example, in Daniel chapter 10, from verse 2, if you read it to verse 13, you realize Daniel said he was praying and fasting for the liberation of, of Israelites out of captivity. And um, he expected answer to his prayer. But one day, two days, three days, for 21 solid days, 
because he knew the God he was serving that he surely answered his prayers. But now that he has not received an answer, he chose to fast on. On the 21st day, that angel Gabriel came and told him, the very first day you prayed, God answered your prayer and he sent me to bring you the answer. He said, but the prince of Pasha blocked my way and I've not been able to come. I've not been able to pass through. That was the prince of the power of the air that was in charge of the, of the land. He would not allow that great angel Gabriel to deliver the message of goodwill. May I pray for you? Whatever power is blocking your supply, whatever power, whatever force is hindering the release, the delivery of what you are asking for, I pray they be totally overthrown, totally eliminated. The Lord will remove them from your path in the name of Jesus. This angel now said, he has just come because angel Michael came to help me. So I could see there that even though Archangel Gabriel was sent, that he at a point he needed the assistance of another angel, and that was Angel Michael. So all of God's creation we are created to be self-insufficient. So you need a complementary support of another. And in the journey of life, you are not created to walk alone. You are made and are made to operate and walk in a company or companies of others. Unfortunately, there are many people who live an isolated life without any significant relationships around them. Some, by reason of their positions, they are so exalted above all others that they don't believe there's anybody in their class. And that pride isolates them from others. Some others, it's by reason of their past experiences. So they withdrew. All right, they have been friendly before, but because of the experiences they went through, they withdrew. So they are living an isolated life. Others, by their natural nature, all right, they are introverted by nature. They are introverts. So they live in a withdrawn state. However, I want to submit to you, whosoever you may be, you need a friend at least. And a friend is a companion, one with whom you have exclusive, mutual, intimate, and affectionate relationship. A friend is a confidant, someone you can confidently share your deep feelings, your deep thoughts, experiences, and challenges with. That is who a friend is. A friend is a bridge builder. The reason why you need one, your friends should be build bridge builders. 
We all have needs at one time or the other. Such needs may not necessarily be materialistic. Sometimes you cannot handle the need by yourself. I remember in Mark chapter 2 from verse 1, Jesus was in Capernaum and it was noise around that he was in the house. The Bible says the place where he was was filled immediately to the door. And the Bible says, and there come unto him, bringing one sick or person which was born or four, all right, and when they could not come in unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the past lived. You can imagine this situation. Jesus, the help of the helpless, the one who can turn things around, the wonder worker was in that house. There was a man who needed He's touched so desperately, and that man was paralyzed. He was at home. He desired to be there. He couldn't go there. All right. He, he you know, in fact, like you will see in that story, he, he was seen reading. He was, he was, he seen as opening up to 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 the attack of the wicked one. But there was these four friends, you know, who could assess the presence of the Lord. And they went, they carried their friend, and they took him to Jesus. You know the ultimate. He came back home, world came. He became a wonder. And it was by virtue of the contribution, the sacrifice, the show of love of his friends. That is what a friend is for. The Bible says a friend in, 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 in Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17, he said, A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Friends are bridge builders. They are also encouragers. All right? He said, A brother is born for adversity. In fact, I will continue from here tomorrow morning. You need a friend. Beloved, you cannot afford to isolate yourself from others. You need a friend around your life. God, I, I believe God will raise for you that man, that woman, that will be a bridge builder for you. There is a destiny you are to accomplish. There is a place you are to be. There is a level you are to reach. You need someone to Take you there. You need someone to construct a bridge for you to get there. God will raise such a man for you. You need a friend, a friend that is ready to pay the price to get you fulfilled. You need such a person. Someone who is ready to sacrifice his time and resources to get you on your feet. I pray God will raise such for each one of us today in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord bless your day. May you enjoy the love of God in his fullness today in the name of Jesus. I'm your brother and friend. Sunday, our God bless you.